Welcome to She Anime Podcast, where four online friends who watch way too much anime come together and talk about it. This week, we will be talking about women. But since this is an anime podcast, we are specifically talking about women in the anime and manga worlds. Along the way, we may get a bit heated, so we will for sure be swearing. There will be mature themes and content that will also be discussed. So if that's not for you, that's totally fine. If you're sticking around, please enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to She Anime Podcast. This week, we're diving into women in the anime and manga worlds. Sit down and relax while we give a big F you to the patriarchy and discuss not only the use of women in the shows we love and don't love, but also the women behind the scenes. With me as always are Kat, Keto, and Shay. I'm Kenzie, and women just know how to write that sad, dark, meaningful shit. I'm Keto, and you are always just know when shit was written by a woman it's true and i'm shay and i'm a sucker for a good man written by a woman <gasps> hell yes shay <laughs> <laughs> and i'm kat and we should just let more women take over the industry let them do it yeah, i it love this them. energy in this room Give them the Love the energy that we've created in the studio today. Oh, the studio is great today. All right. <laughs> We're obviously all psyched to be talking about this subject. Honestly, it's not talked about enough in any uh, media realm, but let's start with just anime, what we know best. Um, so let's start here. What do you think is the general viewpoint of women in anime? And that's a really open-ended question. You could talk about the view of women characters, women writers, voice actors, anything. I'm expecting a good few tangents, so let's just get right into it with Shay. Okay, so wow, um, I'm gonna try not to go on a ton of tangents here, um, because I know that uh, we're gonna have at least two keto rants this episode, if not more. Rude, I am sick. <laughs> She's trying to preserve that. I'm voice. trying to preserve the rant. one rant. Um, it's gonna happen. It's just gonna be short. I promise. When you wrote that in the group chat, I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I'm going to try not to get too heated. I'm going to try not to be too one-sided, but it is clear that there is a lack of representation of females in anime on and off the screen. Um, specifically, what I like to talk about is female characters in anime not having any depth to them whatsoever. Um, it's kind of rare when, when you see them. And usually when you do see female characters that have any depth to them, they're either written by a woman. Mm -hmm. or they're extremely fan servicey yes. like you'll get a really cool like female identifying character but then like three panty shots in one episode of her like <laughs> you're right so and like not I'm not saying fan service is bad but like there's there's got to be a balance somewhere there's different types. <laughs> like yeah there's different <laughs> types too gojo um, fan service and what we normally we'll get talk about women. that later yeah too, I know. for sure <laughs> for sure um but especially like with early 2000s and like 90s anime too any any like female identifying character um was like either used as a love interest um or for like those panty shots or are either there to make us love the protagonist more the male protagonist more or to further the male protagonist's arc and that's like what they're there for. 
um they rarely have their own arcs and when even when women are supposed to be like badass villains you'll see that they're like either the first villain that our protagonist meets and they're super easy to beat or their boobs are out like (laughs) they're wearing some sort of corset Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i wish I love a good like badass female design where they're like not afraid to show their bodies and stuff, but there's like a tasteful way to do it. And there's also like the, okay, I'm like tired of seeing her boobs at this point and her boobs are her personality at this point. Like I, I, it's a fine line that I walk, um, especially with like things like that. Cause I do enjoy a good, like we should, you know, write write or draw a woman that has like confidence in her body who likes to you know show it off but there's also the this was clearly written for a male fan base and drawn for a male fan base Mm -hmm. but yeah that's as far as I'll go on it now I got more later Kat so I could go on forever about the treatment of women voice actors because you know it's not always pretty um and obviously you guys know me i'm going to talk about the voice actors because that's one of the i put it in there that's one of the things that i know and there are some powerhouses in um the industry both in japanese and english um and you know there's just so much like women power behind the scenes that just does not get the appreciation it deserves like from script writers to screenplay adapt, um, like adaptations, directing, acting, just everything. Um, I'm going to go over some examples of some powerhouses that I think are in this industry. Um, as far as like English dub, Colin Clinkenbeard, for example, is probably like one of the most notable women in the industry. Uh, Colleen is a ADR director, ADR writer, and she's a prominent voice actor. Um, you know, she also voices probably one of the most recognized, uh, powerful women in all of anime, Urza Scarlet, who is literally it, like recognized as a very powerful woman. Um, other notable voice actors and all of them do multiple things as well so it's not just they're not just voice actors they're also directors and writers and all sorts of stuff uh caitlin glass laura bailey monica real uh gray delisle uh tara strong wendy lee brina palencia just so many um as far as like japanese dubs um, Romy Park is a great example. Uh, she voices more shonen protagonists than probably most male voice actors. Just saying. Um, <laughs> fun fact as well about her, as we're recording it, today is actually her birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, it's a week later, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, I, know. What, I forgot That's all why about I said this as cat. we're recording. <laughs> right. I, I forgot all about this cat, but yeah, like literally women holding the industry on their back because they literally are literally every single one of these shorter protagonists. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Can we do an experiment real quick? Can somebody pull up the Crunchyroll Anime Awards and see how many women are nominated in categories? Oh, I will do that. I'm pretty sure right for voice now. actors, it's one, and it's been a pirate princess voice actor, Bethany. Bethany Cox, 
I think. We're going to do some real cocks, live research cocks. on this podcast. So then um, Rie Kugiyama, another one who does a lot of male voice actors. Um, uh, Shizuka Ito, Junko uh, Takeuchi, who everybody should know as a lovable ninja. Uh, Naruto. She's literally mm-hmm. been Naruto for 20 plus years. Uh, Luffy's uh, voice actor in both English and Japanese for however long One Piece has been going on, well over 20 years, has been a female voice actor. Like there's so many female voice actors behind these big, huge shonen uh, projects and they just don't get that respect like at all, at all. And like the treatment isn't just like from fans. Like there's male voice actors that I won't go into it that also abuse their power with these female voice actors. Mm -hmm. And it's just disgusting. And they just deserve so much like respect. Seriously, if you see any like voice actor, writer, you know, anybody from the anime industry, just thank them for doing an amazing job and support them because seriously, they work so hard and i would love to go into it more but i would be here forever kenzie (laughs) how about you all right so for me it's the i'm going to focus on characters more so i think um so women characters i feel like in uh until very recently have just been kind of struggle like uh like shay said they were just like they were just plot devices. They were just made so that the protagonist could fall in love. So the protagonist could save her. So the protagonist had a tragic death that would move his plot along. They were simply plot devices. They had no depth. They were really like plain and boring. No offense to them. It's not their fault. Um, And they were just like really easily disregarded and scoffed at from the fandoms. They're really, really no one's favorite. People use them to make memes nowadays. Um, And um, even if they had a good character development though fandoms looked for reasons to hate on the female characters you'll see um they'll prop up the male characters for like doing the same shit and i saw one thing that was like bakugo would not be loved if he was female and i was like oh, that's such a be. good point everyone would, would be him. like bakugo's a bitch yeah they like, like such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> all the men would have hated no, bakugo. yeah men wouldn't have liked him at all he'd have been a bitch yeah um they never would have written him they never would have written him a woman like they know and then when women come into the anime fandom get ready for the toxic assholes that are crying about how you you're not a real friend fan and you don't know oh my god about anime because Which you haven't been better than it, it used to be but i just want to say again bitch show me your anime watch list and i will show <laughs> you mine and then we could talk well and like even if you look at like the anime tiktokers like the comments in the female identifying anime TikTokers like videos versus the, the male TikTokers videos mm-hmm. is like a bunch of trolls. Oh, I definitely talk about this later too, for sure. Yeah, I also so, do. I, I dive more into the fandom piece, but I didn't even really- bother y'all on fandom. I'm gonna let y'all have that in Adley bin. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have so much anger for it. And then and then for women in the industry, it'll be like any women any females in a male I keep saying women when I should say females any females in a male dominated industry Mm -hmm. you know they'll be treated and paid worse than their male counterparts because we live in a patriarchal society um but I'm not gonna get political low-key getting political but it's fine Kato 
take us home. Oh, home, 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 home. Where is my, no, I'm kidding. Let me stop being dramatic, y'all. So <laughs> my co-hosts have said it all, honestly, guys. Women in anime, I mean, industry, characters, artists. I mean, historically, they've been shafted. Whether it's by the people watching the shows, whether it's from people that don't know how to draw anything anatomically correct. It's just, <laughs> you just kind of get to the point, uh, you, you just accept it. You know, as a woman watching anime there are things that i just get over like yeah that's obviously for men that have really weird standards and just keep going and i hate that for us in my opinion it, it's improving but not because the anime industry is super encouraging or anything times just change and you can't get away with saying certain things to women anymore and that's great like you shouldn't have done it to begin with but it's um it's nice to see that that bleeds into anime it's not like they're blockading it but like there's just still a lot to go and i, I don't want to it's so tricky when you talk about it now because a lot of guys don't see what's wrong with it. They don't. That's when I usually look them in the eye and I go, they're like, you know, 17 and I go, sweetie, this is why you can't get a girlfriend, but it's not important. It's not important. Um, but I think social media, you just said it's true, <laughs> social media. Um, I did though. You guys think I'm kidding. I just, so I'm in fun fact. Y'all know I love me uh, some Genshin. I'm in this side Genshin Discord, the mini side rant. And this little uh, Genshin Discord that I'm in. And one of the things that Chinese um, country did for some of the characters is they, they imposed new rules about how some of them are dressed because they're too revealing. And one of the characters got a, a change. And we were watching some of the animation with the new outfit. And he was complaining that they just got rid of her boob jiggle. And I was like, it didn't make sense for her boobs to shake there, sir. <laughs> and, and I literally looked at that. I seriously was like, sweetie, this is why you can't get a girl. That wasn't sarcasm. I've said this to people. I know that uh, because that's the kind of conversations that I have. And this is, you know, I don't think about it from my perspective. I'm like, who is wanting this? And then you talk to people. They do. Young boys just don't know better. Um, and that's okay. I'll talk about all that later. Uh, social media has made, uh, you know, anime bigger internationally than it has been in a while. And people will chase the money. And women have put their money where their mouth is. People, women have put things out that blew up. People still get surprised when I say FMA was written by a woman. It's 2022. And people are still surprised when I say FMA was written by a woman. And I go, if I said it was written by a man, you wouldn't be surprised. If I picked any big name shonen, and said it was written by a man, you wouldn't be like, whoa, why? Why does it have to like, oh, because it was good? Like someone actually said that to me once. Well, it's good. I didn't think, what? But can mm-hmm. you even, like, you shouldn't have to, you should have to look it up. You should have to look it Literally. up. The Promise Neverland, it was another one. I was like, guys, a crazy thought here. Anybody can write good. And just because it's whoever made season it's also... two is not a woman. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not. fucking Absolutely true. Absolutely not. That is so that true. Was that was a man's decision. That was a man's that was decision. A man's decision. <laughs> but no, let me stop. I don't want to be that. We don't want to be that guy. But honestly, um, but no. And like, just because it's cute doesn't mean it needs to have been written by a woman. I, what yeah. I want is a world for anime where I watch one and I have to go. Damn, I don't even know. Like, I happen to look up the author and I'm like. Oh wow, a man. Oh wow, a woman. Like I want that yeah. to be a generic. Like I don't want to watch something and just know. Oh, that's written by. And it's sad because I do. It's. I feel so mm-hmm. sad that I can make that distinction. And I just wish we could have something that's more balanced. Um, but yeah, like that aside, I I think women will continue to prove their worth with or without an open door in the industry. Again, they've played plenty of steps in so far. They've continued to. They've done it in the past. They'll do it in the future. Uh, 
like I said, I don't think anime itself is going to be like the industry of anime itself is going to be the magical door here. I think as society grows and learns what it wants with people that it'll, you know, continue that way. So. All right. And I just want to clarify, we're not like man hating right now. We're We're not not. like, we are not. It's just the industry has been so male dominated that it has these tropes and things that need to get worked out and talked Mm -hmm. about. And that's what we're doing. If we put on some jokes in there, they're going to be there because we're, we're funny. Um, we could also know. do we could also do the same thing with men in anime in a completely different light. Yep. It wouldn't be the same type of topics, but there are plenty of odd stereotypes and very toxic oh, for sure. behavior that, that goes both ways. Yeah. yeah, it's not we're not trying to sit on one versus the other. We're just trying to point out where the weird unfairities are. Y'all. Yes, I just yeah. want to make that clear. Mm-hmm. All right, because I might get a little heated and I just just All right. Let's compare and contrast the use of female characters in anime and manga from fan service to badass MCs. What are the sides of the spectrum that you love and the others that you wish would get the hell out of anime? Give examples, obviously. Kat, start us off. So if you guys haven't figured out by now, I am fan service trash. I am absolutely fan service trash. I will watch anything regardless of what's in it as long as the story is captivating enough for me to enjoy it. Sometimes the story is just whatever, and I'm just like, eh, whatever, I'm still watching it because I'm bored. Um, <laughs> but I also recognize how bullshit that is because, you know, it it's like they're trying to make the female character appear less powerful because, oh, no, a breeze, my panties are showing. Like, no, just no. Um do I still, you know, watch the anime? Well, yeah, I'll still watch it. Uh, do I recognize the problem? Yeah. Does that make me problematic for still continuing to watch and support? the Probably. But, you yeah, know, you whatever. Are. But <laughs> anyway, so let's actually talk about some good examples of unnecessary fan service. Um, so one of my favorite anime that I actually just recently rewatched, um, K. So there's two very um, important female characters. There's three uh, three female like characters that are like top tier characters of like main characters, but two in particular um, who on occasion are overly drawn to like showcase their uh, their like large boobs or you know. Um, random like panty shots or like they'll be like lying on the on the ground and it's like a close-up of their like their like their ass and you know all that stuff and it's completely unnecessary and only there for the fan service aspect because otherwise everything else about the show absolutely nothing to do with like fan service or anything like that it's literally just to showcase that hey you know they're women they're 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 there to be viewed as sexual objects you know and like they're two they're two of like literally the most powerful characters in the show as well but they can't be more powerful than the rest of the people because you know why would we have super powerful people like that um but then let's talk on the opposite end of the spectrum and talk about one of my other favorite shows that shows women in a different light. The Gray Man. Um, now, this show has so many powerful women. Uh, yeah, the main character 
is a male protagonist, which you see a lot in shonen because that's what sh- the shonen demographic is. Is it's meant to appeal to a male audience. So you have a male protagonist, but that doesn't mean that you can't have super powerful women. And the gray man has all that and not one bit of fan service in it at all. Like I don't even think that I've ever seen any bit of fan service in this. And they even have a character that is literally lust itself. And she's not even overly sexualized. Um, now the key difference between the two of these and something that we are going to be talking about later anyways, Higurman was written by a woman. Kay was not. Bing, bing, bing. <laughs> what do you know? But yeah, so fan service could potentially, like, I can't even think of like an example of like a time that fan service was use tastefully like I I can't think of anything it's the difference between like having the character like Gojo for example which I know we'll get into later because he's like always my go-to one for fan service but like Mm -hmm. he's hot as fuck but he's still soup you can't take him out of the plot and still have Jujutsu Kaisen Mm -hmm. yeah and also like we don't talk about his underwear we just like look at him and we're like he looks nice yeah (laughs) like some of these and it's funny because like some of these shows and I didn't even mention it earlier because I have it written down but some of these, like, some of these scenes are, like, I, I wrote in the outline, borderline, like, hentai levels of fan service. Because it's, like, what you would see right before somebody's about to, like, have sex or something. Like, why? You're in the middle of a fight. Why do I need to see, like, this shot like this that is clearly something that's has, like, if you cut that out, the scene would still be the same. Just without that shot. But yeah, so like, and I, I, again, I cannot, I I literally thought, that's why I have these two examples. I was going to have a third of something that had tasteful. I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of anything that had a tasteful amount of fan service. So Shay, how about you? What, uh, what are your thoughts on all of this so um i touched on this before you know whenever we do get like a stronger female character or a female protagonist often that is coupled with her design either being super fan servicey or there being a lot of fan servicey moments like you can't have one without the other um or if there's no fan service involved but it's a female protagonist they're children that's a good point yeah because Like, like Promise Neverland, uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun, like, <laughs> the, they're the, children. That third, <laughs> so, that third female protagonist from K, by the way, everybody, is a child. That's why she's not overly sexual. That's why, that, and they would get and in sometimes trouble Sometimes they sexualize them. children, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> but Ooh, usually, yeah. like, when you see a strong female protagonist that's like, because, like, Sailor Moon isn't very fan servicey, but she's whiny. And she is by a woman. She's like known. I know, but like she's a crybaby. Yeah. So no, I know. Like a, I'm just saying it's like women are guilty of it too because yeah. in oh. that time it wasn't like no one was accepting anything. No, else. I actually br- I do I, I I think I bring that up later as well. Um, but uh, Blue Exorcist. Yeah, Blue Exorcist. Yeah, by, a, was yeah, by, by a, woman. a woman, and there is a character who literally walks around in booty shorts 
and yeah. a bra- uh, and a bra basically she does. i mean like a perfect example of it and had i read the manga beforehand i probably would have been ready for it but high rise invasion oh yeah i remember watching the first episode and i texted cat i was like cat <laughs> is fan service galore and our protagonist is a female Mm-hmm. Um, and she's supposed to be this badass, like OP character. Like she's truly OP, but you cannot go like 10 minutes of an episode without a panty or a bra shot from her. Mm-hmm. Like literally, I think there are a couple shots where her clothes are like literally shot off of her or like she like goes to jump over something and like she's clearly not wearing clothes that fit her so when she goes to jump over something her clothes like shred just a little bit more Mm -hmm. and like there's like literal panty shots where she's jumping over someone and you see everything or literally when they're walking across the bridges between the uh um the high rises and the camera angle is literally following them at the at the at the like bridge level so that you're looking yeah up their skirts. you're looking up their skirts <laughs> and like and high-rise invasion is a very strong like there are a lot of female characters like mm-hmm. probably more there's female more female characters, characters than, than male, male characters but i think that's because they can make it really fan servicey mm-hmm. and it's like i think do- things are getting a little better um and fans like i said before fan service isn't necessarily like a terrible thing um, but I think it can be done in a more tasteful way. I think it can be done with purpose rather than like if um, my dress up darling, for example, I've heard yes! a few, I've heard a few anime TikTokers talk about this because um, and there's like literally only two episodes out, you guys. But oh, but I've heard I've heard a lot of people were hesitant to watch the anime because the manga is super fan servicey because like it's literally it's a romance anime. Between you know, like it's a romance between a guy and a girl because it's, it's a it's a it's a jose. I read I've actually caught and read up on the manga. That's true. Um, and so it's a jose like series, so it's very mature. Yeah, and and, and like um, and it's like it's fan servicey. It is, but so it's done in a way that I also drives like- the story. Yeah, and because it's she's a romance like drawn, like and a real girl too. Yes, she is. Like she is. Unheard she's of. not like she's not like I have a two inch waist and then my hips and my boobs like literally cannot be supported by my spine. Like mm-hmm. she, she looks real. And in I like how they're doing the anime too. It's I've heard it's not as fan servicey as the manga was, but also like it's literally this guy sewing clothes for this girl like the second episode is really cute um he and he's super shy about it too it's not like you get a panty shot and he's like yeah oh yeah panties no he's like <laughs> he's like he's so professional he's, too yeah he's like he's like i'm sorry i have stuff. to measure your chest and he's like shaking and sweating when she and he's asked like, i'm sorry <laughs> like her her oh I, what does she refer to it as i think she calls it a bra bag and, oh, yeah, yeah. and he's like how am i supposed to know where your nipples are <laughs> yeah and and he's like i'm so i'm so sorry i have to measure around like your bottom and she's like do what you gotta do i want this costume done and he's like i'm so sorry i don't want to touch you like, he's so like cute you're, and refreshing. You're, so, 
yeah so you can tell it's clearly that one's clearly written by a woman and like the fan service like is there and it serves a purpose but like the fan service between like high-rise invasion <laughs> and then like my dress up darling it's just so different and I, I mean neither are bad I prefer dress up darling's fan service over <laughs> high-rise invasions fan service for sure mm -hmm. because okay tell me why in high-rise invasion we see literally every part of the protagonist but we still have yet to see sniper <laughs> i need face. his face <laughs> i need his face so bad he's so hot and i don't even That's know what, what he looks say. like <laughs> like he is covered head to toe like not only i hope he gets revealed to be like super ugly and unattractive. no every character is like he's he's, can he's canonly like, hot <laughs> damn but he's literally covered head to toe. He has a fedora, a mask, a full three-piece suit. But the girls can't keep shoes. on their outfits throughout an episode. <laughs> but the girls, like, go to raise their arms with their guns yeah, this, and they're, like, tits pop out. Like, I don't, I can't it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, Keto, <laughs> your turn. This is, like, you guys were, like, the couple last bullets. Uh, we're, like, where you guys going? This is probably me. I'm not gonna lie here. And so... I I just want complicated characters. We've mentioned this earlier. Yes. But like, I don't, I get that boys like certain elements. Um, I get that. And I'm not trying to harp on that. All right. Like you guys have said, fan service can be tasteful. And honestly, even untasteful fan service, everyone's not going to like everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. I get that. But what I need is a goddamn balance. That's what that's what I want to see. I I can't stand women written to exist for a man. Get that? You put this out earlier. We all have, but Preach. that's it. That is my one one like strangle a neck. I usually say, don't get rid of anything. This this is the one thing I need you to get rid of. Yes, everyone wants a relationship, and you want to love the significant other. But I can't stand these one-sided women characters that only exist to fall in love with a man, okay? These, I only exist because a man believed in, in me. I'm looking at you, Hinata. You know what you did? Don't give me any more of these. If I live a thousand lifetimes, every one I'll fall in love with you, Orihime. Bitch, no. No, like... I, we go through huge adventurous stories in here. We follow these protagonists like crazy through these stories. And these, these women characters are with them every step of the way. They're in these episodes. They're in the chapters. They're not gone. They don't disappear. It'd be one thing if they only show up for certain elements of things. Like, okay, the woman wasn't here all the time, so I get that she doesn't get as much development. But I give you a, a full metal alchemist is always the standard example. Winry's not in every episode. Winry disappears for school, dozens of episodes at a time. And she gets more development than some of the people in here that are there through the whole fucking story. And I just, I just wish, I, I get that the idea that the appeal is that men want women completely devoted to them. Mm -hmm. But then they write these protagonists that aren't completely devoted to the women, at least make it even. Like, if you're going to give me this double, I'd do anything for you, bro, at least go both ways. But it never does. And to be frank, y'all, need to raise your standards. Guys, raise your standards, y'all. 
you women can be more than just their love interest. And I truly wonder, this is something I've never been able to look into industry-wise because I don't live in Japan and I don't know certain elements, but I take this on anyone who writes women in media. Like, do you have wives? Do you have significant others? Do you have sisters, friends that are female? Anyone that could have looked at this and told you, maybe not. It just surprised me about how much of a lack there is of that in, in general. But yeah, like, and we bet Shane just said this, why kids? Why kids? I don't get it. Whether they're 3,000 they're old, but they still look young on that Dragon Maid energy I see. Like, or they're literally just 13. No game, no life. Why are they getting pantsy shots of a tween in a nightgown? Like, and it's a thing. It's a huge thing. It's not haphazard. It's just oddly, come on. Come on, y'all. That, that's for the bits. I could literally yeah. give you like four shows that I've watched in the last like two months that have had children, uh, yeah, children looking up. Uh, uh, and I'll never understand. You can't. Uh, and I'll never understand the, the appeal. This is personal, y'all. Listen to everyone who loves the girls. Why are the girls always so big? Mm-hmm. Have y'all never seen and, a woman? And why is it a sin when they have a small chest? Yeah, it's always, like, it's always a thing. Oh, you're flat as a board. She's normal. Damn. Ain't nobody going to fight person. you. There's normally small-chested people in the world. There are more small-chested people in the world than big-chested people in the world. And if you ever want a character that isn't overly feminine or like, um, you're like, well, give me somebody who's not all about their looks. They're always small-booped. If it's ever like, give me somebody who's more stern and, and less flirty. She's all, if the bitch is never hot. Like they're hot, but they're not conventionally. They don't have the ass and boobs. Like, bruh, you could be curvy and badass mentally. And I'm going to come back here and say badass mentally again, because this is one of the things that drives me up a wall. Guys love to argue. Oh, the women. And I say guys, anyone who enjoys this type of anime, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spearhead that. They like to argue. Well, she was badass. Listen, just because she shoots a gun doesn't undo the fact that she's in her underwear. I need you to understand that. Just because she can kick all the guys' ass doesn't mean her character isn't one-dimensional. I need I need you to see past there. But what else does she do? She only shows up to what? To what? To fur- further the, the protagonist? Same problem. It doesn't matter how badass she can kick ass if she's useless to the plot outside of, oh, look, strong female step on me, bitch. That's not what the point is. I'm going to add on other- to this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like, uh, I was like, uh, my hero. Okay, so hold on. They're designs. Like Momo is a super badass independent girl, but her tits are out. But Ochako, she's fully covered and even uncomfortable with how tight they made her hero yeah. suit, but she's there to further Deku's plotline, even further in the manga, when she does kind of have a voice on her own, is to tell other people that Deku is great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I already called Horikoshi out later. <laughs> but there's so much opportunity. You need to. But I will always talk really about Ochako. Me off is he like baited all of us thinking like you know I'm literally gonna give these women some character development and then fuck it. 
And Ochako also was like curvier, like a normal size she in was. the manga. In the manga. The anime fucked it over. And then the anime <laughs> fucked us up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're right. We could yell about my hero on another day. In fact, <laughs> real soon. Anyways. <laughs> wink, wink. My point is, I just wish that, and I, like I said, that's just something I always hear. I always hear it like one way versus the other. Mm-hmm. And God bless. You can do both. You could you could do both, and this is where I will praise. I'm not sorry about it. Um, as somebody like uh, a JJK, where life's not perfect, but it's hell of a lot better than it's been in other places. I, I talk about, I, I talk. About, I can deal with penny shops. I can deal with revealing clothing if they make sense. Just put it on a character where it makes sense. She half naked, but like she's a stripper. I she can walk around booty shorts. Like I have no issue with that kind of character. Take it, take it to the bank. She's a dancer. I don't care. Reasons to be naked. <laughs> it's summertime and she's, she's a, a grown ass woman. She is a, it's summertime and she's a grown ass woman. That's all right. That's is all that right. A nude beach? But is she a regular fucking, is she a high school girl? Like schooling? Why? Why are we like this? Why, why are we doing these weird things? Were you coded into a fantasy realm? Does she fight daily? Do her male counterparts wear full body armor and her stomach is out? Like, that's what I want you to see, guys. Like that that's where I want make it make sense. So what you mean like you mean hot? you mean just do just do what uh just do what fairy tale does and just everybody strips? Exactly. <laughs> everybody strips. Like, like as long as nobody say nobody <laughs> gives a shit, even if everybody I don't like it. Strip. But it's I mean, all I service. To wear a scarf and then no shirt. Oh my god. Gray because literally strips down <laughs> naked all the time. Every oh, episode. God, I love it. He's so funny. It's so funny. But like, I mean, like, I hate Lucky Letcher. I think it's the dumbest fucking shit on the planet Fire Force. I don't understand why it's a mechanic. But then you turn around and Maki's badass. Like, I love the female fire. She is looks. She's got the anime girl look, but she's actually a competent, good fighting character at least she wasn't big and i finished it i don't know if it disappointed me but when she shows up it's nice okay and speaking of maki back to jjk badass 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 and like that's what i like it's not i just don't see why it's that hard um but like when i say right and when i say badass correct it's so crazy and when i say badass i'll say this again it doesn't have to mean physically she doesn't have to kick your ass to be badass taro honda's bad fucking ass Okay? And I mean that. And any guy who understands, like, real life knows I mean that, too. Like, you know what I mean. But I, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I don't need any specific trait, except that child when y'all gotta stop with the kids. I don't need any specific trait that can't exist. I just gotta have some balance. Just stop with the kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please. 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 You know what doesn't need balance that? We're just not gonna do it. I still want, I don't want balance. I just want that mixed. Um, I'm not gonna talk long. Um, because you guys said most of it. I can't stand when a female character's only purpose is to move the male protagonist's story along, to give him someone to save, to give him someone to fall in love with. And I get fan service. Like I said, I love looking at Gojo and Chuya as much as the next person. But is Gojo's only characteristic that he's hot as fuck? No, he knows he's hot, but he's also super fucking strong. So much so that the entire plot of the anime is locking him in a box. It's the whole plot of the whole show. <laughs> I mean that. And then meanwhile, you have characters like Asuna, and I'm going to call out Sword Out of Line because I will never get over this. She was so freaking powerful to start out and important, and she was like leading her own like legion of men 
And one, she was not wearing armor. She probably should have been wearing armor. But it That's was a video fine. game. It's negligible. So, like, it's negligible. negligible. Yeah. But, it, but she was still, her, her outfit wasn't, like, super, like, revealing or anything. Asa, but I don't think Asuna, with the exception of that one episode, she never actually wears super revealing clothes. No, she doesn't. Except for that one fucking episode, which ruined everything for me. Because she turns into a, Kirito, save me. Kirito, I can't do it on my own. I have lost everything. And then the dude tries to do fucked up shit to her. No, what's the, it was not necessary for the plot. That entire, that entire episode turned into like borderline hentai. You did. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it did. It did. Out it was hentai. nowhere. It also was like, you could have easily had her fight back and lose try to Just like escape do something. do something instead she literally mm-hmm. sat there and was like kirito will find me and i'm like shut up and what happened what happened we haven't even finished a season what is this what is going on fairy dance fucks just fuck the entire fairy dance arc hate that arc. and and that's why i stopped watching because <laughs> she was my favorite character okay i'm done uh i'm done it's fine okay next topic a topic i'm way more excited about i've said it once I've said it a thousand times. Women write damn good manga. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about our favorite fa- uh, favorite mangaka. Is that how you say it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mm-hmm. guess mangaka. And why we love them. I'm starting apparently. I did not look at that. Okay. Um, so <laughs> maybe because I didn't talk a lot in the last part. But so most of my favorite mangas and anime are written by women because they know how to write. But they also know how to write sad and with meaning and depth and complex, and I love it. So we have the author, author of Banana Fish. We have the author of Full Metal Alchemist, which we talked about a bunch. Um, I'm not gonna say their names. I feel like I'm just gonna butcher them. I can try. Uh, I just feel bad. I feel like it's more of an insult if I butcher their names. No, I do Banana the same Fish. shit. Yeah, all right. And then the author of Silent Voice. I fucking love Silent Voice. And then the author of I, the I Hear the Sunspot series, which I'm going to mention whenever I get the chance because it's yes. so freaking good. So good. It's so good. And that and that has male, mostly it's like two male protagonists, but it also has female characters written in it very well. And they're not mm-hmm. typical. They're, they're just normal. They're just normal people. <laughs> they're just normal freaking people. And they all have different emotions because people are all different and they all present differently. It's not the cookie cutter like male. Um, I could keep going. Have you ever seen the tiktoks where it's like how a man writes about such and such in women in books have you ever seen those yes mm-hmm. and they like oh, know nothing about the female anatomy anatomy and they're like, <laughs> 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 like so i love those i'm sorry did you so mean her ovaries much. jiggled because that's my favorite <laughs> her ovaries <laughs> jiggled i literally some like, people I get butterflies but i get jiggly ovaries <laughs> Well, women's boobs also talk to them too. They do. (laughs) So, but they're like painfully accurate. If you if you um read a book by a male author that's like very female dominant, like in characters, it's so accurate. Um, and I think that's why female authors are refreshing because they write characters with depth and they write both male and women characters with depth. They can write it in any gender. Um, and they all have their own purpose. They interact with others in a meaningful way. Um, men can have empathy. Men can cry. They can have emotions. They're not the cookie cutter copy and paste protagonist. And then the women are strong and capable and crying doesn't take that away. Just because they cry does not mean that they're not strong. And I think 
the anime manga scene is beginning to allow more females into that space. And now more male authors are starting to lean into their example. So now the content is improving, but then you're also attracting wider, more globally spread audience. So I'm going to give a little shout out to my JJK author and my BSD author, Bunga Stray Dogs, um, because those are two series that I always think of when I think of women that were written well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to call it Horikoshi again. You fucked up. I you fucked mm-hmm. up. I lost a lot of respect for you when you had so much right there and you fucked it up. You really did. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm so upset with you. I just really it's, go learn from your friends. All right. You need to go better. Go do better. <laughs> Give Momo a coat. It helps to discern. Give, Give Momo a coat. coat. Give Momo a coat. Just please. Give her a cape. Part, or at least the middle part of our leotard. The cape like, doesn't even cover her shoulders. Like, it's, it's like just like a cape that goes from the back. Like a superhero cape. That's the joke. That's so dumb. Oh, let's stop racking on. Let's Aunt stop racking on this yet. We gonna come back to this. Or no, she can my ass. All right. Shay, go for it. Okay, I'm gonna butcher her name. Oh my god. So, uh, Koyaharo Gotuge, Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer. That's all I have to say. And Demon Slayer for trying. I was. I I know Demon Slayer is probably like the number two most popular manga slash anime right now. Like right in between like Attack on Titan and JJK. Mm -hmm. Like Demon Slayer is it right now. I mean, we're talking about Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie sold out the highest gro- it's the highest grossing movie in japan of all time for its opening weekend that's movie period that's not animated movie that's movie mm-hmm. um yep. and the manga how many of us have finished it i yes. have started it me and okay so it is beautifully crafted um and it's one of the few manga by women that i've like completed which i should really like read and complete more um and i won't include spoilers but you can tell that every single man in that manga is written by a woman rengoku tengen even muzan okay like yes any of the male characters you can tell is written by a woman and we have Tanjiro, best boy, super empathetic, cares for his sister more than his own life. And, and also, like, she has included little, um, little, like, things like, even though Mitsuri has her, like, little open chest a demon slayer uniform because she's a Hashira of love. But Shinobu was handed that same uniform and promptly burned it and asked for a male uniform (laughs) so like there are like little things like that i I know there are little things like that in there and i i mean just saying the words demon slayer alone the notoriety that like demon slayer has right now and the popularity that it has and the fact that it is written by a woman like i would argue that demon slayer is you know if we were to make a new big three it would be in the big three like if you were Mm -hmm. to make like a late 2000s big three demon slayer would make that list and every every single character every single arc and plot within demon slayer 
it's just so good and so well thought out. And like you even have characters like Inosuke, who is like the definition of I'm a man. But then he takes the boar head off and he looks like a pretty lady. Like, <laughs> I love that. Right, um, and it's like a literal gag. And it's yeah, and, mm-hmm. and like Zenitsu, I think, is the only one that's like thirsty over women. And it's okay. And it's, and it's funny and cute because he's just like constantly like asking the girls he meets within a week to like and marry, marry them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like you can tell, it's not like he's like, saying, "Hey, I want to sleep with you." He's like, he wants yeah, to marry exactly. them. <laughs> he's like, "I want to marry you, and I want to take care of you." Like, because there are people that are like that, <laughs> especially with Nesco. He's like, "I just want to take care of her. I want to mm-hmm. protect her with my life." <laughs> so yeah, um, that Demon Slayer goes on the top of like my manga written by a woman, and like how that's like the example for me. Mm-hmm. It's like boom, women write good manga, right there. <laughs> Well, Kat, you're next. So I'm gonna go I just saw this. what you have later in so, here. I was like, <clears throat> I'm going to go through obsession. this as quickly as I possibly can. Uh, Katsura Hoshino, author of D. Gray Man, her shonen series, while not a record-breaking hit like other series, is still vastly popular and well-loved by so many. Like it's literally like it is a best. It is a bestseller. Um. Uh, Jun uh, Mochizuki, the author of Pandora Hearts and the Case Study of Vanitas. Uh, Case Study of Vanitas is a hit right now. Uh, literally, so like everybody's talking about it. Um, and then Pandora Hearts is a cult classic. Uh, Clamp, this group of women, they do not get enough praise I'll for their contribution to the anime community. Cardcaptor Sakura and the Subasa, and just like all of that stuff like Tobits like that entire group of people created an entire like everything beautiful uh uh Kazuha Kato the author of Blue Exorcist fuck Yukio um I just needed to get that in there but um yes one of her characters is drawn wearing only a bikini but like some in, in a way it kind of also doesn't feel like the same kind of fan service because the only way she can get her sword yeah it is the only way she can get her sword because she yeah she has to pull her sword out of her between her boobs um but okay but genshin did the same thing is she got a full dress on but uh, but it's also it's also not i feel like in a way her her character isn't as like sexualized as like other characters her character though because she's kind of like i don't give a shit and yeah, like she's not like supposed she's to follow it, authority. And she's like, doing it. Yeah, she's doing it to offend. She's doing the, it to uh, the heads. So like, <laughs> yes. Because ah, I'll let the happen, funny, well, the funniest part is that it is a it, very religious, like it's got a lot of religious tones and she walks in wearing a bikini and uh, booty shorts. Yeah, and it's funny as fuck. Like um, okay, uh, Yama, like <laughs> Yama uh, Tobosu, the author of Black Butler and Twisted Wonderland. Uh, who needs sexualized fan service when you have one hell of a butler and a dorm full of uh, simp-worthy villains? Because hell of a butler. <laughs> they're all so pretty. One. And for what? Hell of a butler. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally, like, whew, whew, whew. man. Um, but I could go on. Uh, but clearly, women know how to do it and do it well. Like seriously, like a lot of these are all top ranking. Like 
mangas and anime out there. So, Kido, take us out. <laughs> y'all, I won't, I won't actually go off here. Y'all have ranted your hearts out. Um, but you know, I'm old school. You know, I'm old school, so I'm going to play my little part. Uh, Kat already mentioned them, but Clamp, I'm, I'm so serious. Clamp does not, two decades ago, everyone knew who Clamp was. No mm-hmm. one knows what they do now. And I get that people don't always go back and, and, and look at the old, but Clamp is a group of four women who have written over 25 series together. They're incredible. Of course, Kyra Captor is usually the one that people know the best. My personal was Magic Knight Ray Earth. It's on my shelf. That was the first time I really truly was like, no, this is what an isekai is and I never want to leave. <laughs> Isekais are better with female protagonists and I said it. The, um, you just have that, it's that classic, I'm thrown into a fantasy land and then they get friggin' decked out armor and weapons and they save a fucking world. And that's forever the energy that I, I that Clamp has always given me to set, like this is all the, what set my standards, y'all. Uh, and then there's, of course, Rumiko Takahashi, who I just adore. You, y'all know I love my Inuyasha, mm-hmm. uh, but also Ronda Half, do series beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, both very big, big selling um, stories. And um, do, I mean, other things about all the characters, of course. There's always something. But like, uh, similar to Zenitsu, where you have Moroku and Inuyasha, that he, he uh, gropes, which is visualized by him rubbing... Uh, once or twice up and down a woman's rear end and asking them to bear his children then he is promptly hit extremely hard over the head and move, you know, moves as away. he should the, be the as comic relief the entire comic relief thing but like but that's what they do that's how women you know take on that lecture laugh that um we cope more, with humor uh, thank you they put it with humor <laughs> and are there half naked women of course there are it's fantasy demon land but like there's a difference. Hell, Rama half naked all the time because he's constantly changing between a man and a woman. But you know what it is? Even. What's so hard about? Anyways. And then, um, of course, of course, Naoko Takeuchi because Sailor Moon is my baseline for mm-hmm. everything because she can be. I was in the bathroom when y'all was going off on of Sailor Moon. You can we were going off. A whiny, <laughs> crybaby. She is. save the fucking world. And I love that. I love that because she doesn't have the same personality as Sailor Mars or Sailor Mercury. You know, she's not the hot-headed shrine maiden or the calm, cool, collected um, student that loves to study. She's not the touching lunchbox-making character that Sailor Jupiter is or the poise and put-together Sailor Neptune. Like, that's the point. They're all so different, but they all come together and kick the same kind of ass. Because I'm going to be honest, when I was eight, I was Usagi, late, bread in my mouth, let's go get out of here. Like, she was it. That was like a lunatic. She was also a fucking queen. And that's why I have to give homage to my queen who wrote my queen. Ow. Ow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right. It's our last topic, but I kind of have two that are going to piggyback back off each other I think so let's talk about women in fandoms specifically how fandoms perceive female characters and how fandoms treat females that exist in the fandom it's an interesting take and I think it'll be a nice way to wrap this up if I do say so myself Shay start us off yeah I am a simp myself you have heard it for a whole season on this podcast how I can simp 
over any character. Well, not any character. I have at least one character some show standards. that I simp over. You know what? <laughs> She's got um, some standards. I, I, I simp for the big, muscly, you know, half-naked men. It used Joe. to be the skinny one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, well, I... Joe changed it balance. all for you. Okay. No, well, but some of them are still, like, the, the like, tall, skinny ones. And... um. It's all about the attitude, to be honest. It's mm. all about the confidence. But um, the way I simp over male characters is much different than anyone. Well, not anyone, but most people simp over female characters. Um, and <laughs> people take it way too far with female characters. But also, I think it's way too easy. Because you have these character designs that, you know, have these women, you know, in less than what they would wear in real life so it makes them easily simpable but it also makes it easy for people to say very bad things about them and mm -hmm. what they would do to them and I think people take it way too far um I just want Joe to cook me a nice dish of pasta could he cook us all and then pour me a glass of wine and cuddle me okay that's like what I want <laughs> but and that's very nice and romantic and innocent but the way some uh some male identifying commenters and keyboard warriors out there simp over female characters is a little unsettling and uncomfortable because you're like would you say that about somebody in real life because I hope you wouldn't yeah would you want somebody would. to say that about mm. your mother mm. Mm. and honestly though they wouldn't care Nope. Probably right, it's and because they would say uh, that to a woman in real life, exactly, and <laughs> and that's and that, why they can't get a girlfriend. <laughs> but that bleeds over into cosplayers. Yes, because mm -hmm. I feel like people are incapable of separating the cosplayer from the character they are cosplaying. Um, and it's gotten worse. It has not gotten better. Mm -hmm. um and especially being a female cosplayer i cosplay guys a lot or femme version of guys because i'm more comfortable wearing the those character designs like i recently got my hinaturu cosplay in from demon slayer and even that i'm like i don't know if i want to post that and it's literally just because, like, there's a little bit of booty. That's it. But, like, I constantly think about, like, what kind of comments am I going to get if I do post it, mm -hmm. you know, versus I'm totally comfortable posting, like, me as Hinata because that's a male character. And I'm not going to get any nasty comments as him. But then you have, like, people like my friend Sophia, Sophia Gomez on TikTok, anything she cosplays I hate going to the comments I love going to comment and support her but any guy is like tell me what character she was cosplaying because I couldn't even pay attention I I somebody tell me the color of the wall or like been, there, been in her conversations many a time and, and it's not just it's, and it's just not the it's not just the male commenters either no, no it's, it's a lot of overly sexual in general yeah, everybody. And as someone who will simp for anything, and I mean anything, I do mean that. All right, I gotta pause real quick. Oh, Wait, no, never mind. <laughs> that. I have, I have one more. Um, so yeah, it's just, and the hate 
that female cosplayers get too, mm-hmm. if they don't do something accurately or mm-hmm. if they don't have the body that's for the character. My yeah. I'm not cosplaying more. I was going to say, I don't do it because I'm not willing to risk the energy. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, we know a, we know a cosplayer. I'm not going to say her name, but she was complaining that she gets hate because she likes to cosplay as Nami from One Piece mm-hmm. and people trash her for not having big enough boobs. Literally, like, why is it so hard no. to separate a cosplayer from a character? And, and, but you go into a male cosplayer who is cosplaying a male, like, character, like Gojo cosplayers and stuff like that. And you don't see those kind of comments. And they might not no. always be nice, but they're not gender specific. Yeah. You don't see you don't see the body shaming comments nope. that you see in female identifying cosplayers comments like mm-hmm. it's and it gets worse. Yeah. It hasn't gotten better. And, and if you, social media didn't help. If you go just, like, in nah. it's bad. And not just like sexualized either, but like also like uh by gender like weight discrimination as well. Mm-hmm. Like uh heavier male cosplayer doesn't get the same hate that a heavier like female cosplayer would also i feel like this is a way deeper issue but like because of the patriarchy and because of women's roles in society especially in america Mm -hmm. if a woman like makes her own cosplay people are like oh you could have done that better or oh you should have done this but a guy can like make it and they're like and it's you you know it's simple and they're like oh my gosh you did that not like, special because a man can sew. That. Damn it, like, men sewing isn't special. Get it off your heads. But I could <laughs> so I could I could spend like a year on something, and somebody would still tell me that like I didn't get the right buttons. Not as accurate. Like, or but a guy can like put on a black shirt and like sharpie something on it, and that's totally valid. Like you can cosplay however you want with whatever budget you have, with whatever skills you have, mm-hmm. but they're going to be praised more because they like did that. There's also a lot of attacking of like uh, people that use they, them pronouns or don't identify Absolutely. as male or female. They're always like, Oh, I can't tell which like, are you? Oh, I hate whenever I'm in a live when they're ever like, are you a man or a woman? And that, like, I hate that. I'm like, mm-hmm. just stop. Just, okay, you can ask I me my to. pronouns. That's fine. But like, that's just not necessary at all. I I've, I've gotten, you can't win either. Because no. I get the weird ass comments about like me being too flat chested. I'm like, well, that, 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 I can't help it. <laughs> I'm sorry. But before before I, I get on a huge tangent, Kat, you can take it away. Okay. <clears throat> so obviously, you know, perception of women in general is one thing, but it just seems like it is 10 times worse when you add anime onto it. Um, like, Every single day, I swear, I see people saying things like it's disgusting how women always overly sexualize such and such character because they simp for them. And then they turn around and make these comments on female cosplayers like stuff or like just and like it's so like it's it's a it's super annoying. Um, And then like the lack of respect for like women in the fandom who have an opinion as well so like there's people like there's um not just cosplayers but like there's those uh, um anime content creators that just talk about anime and like 
people have to fact check them with um when somebody um with like what someone's saying with like a man because they're like hey how dare this woman have you know this knowledge so and so needs to come and fact check this like you see that all of the time um and it's just like it's super irritating and just it's frustrating especially because I don't identify as either of those genders um I myself am non-binary so I don't identify with either gender and um it hurts to watch my friends get all of these types of comments and like because like like I said my 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 friend literally talks to me constantly about I don't even know if I want to post this picture because I feel like I'm going to be you know like overly sexualized or somebody's going to hit on me and like somebody was literally DMing her trying to find out personal information about her because she posted a a sexual picture you don't see me in guys DMs like you Mm -hmm. don't see that right there are wild women out there but it's different I don't know how to say this like you just (laughs) it's the energy yeah because if a woman does that you're like all right girl you guys think what Mm -hmm. you gonna play this but men do that in a general blanket Mm -hmm. way and everyone just shrugs it off. Well, why'd it she post that? It feels much more predatorial. Exactly. Yeah. Well, why'd she post that? She didn't want it. Why'd she post her picture of her boobs out? Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, you she can post whatever that. the fuck she wants. Exactly. You need to keep it in your pants. Yeah. Like, like there's there, and there's a there's a limit to like stuff. Like, I'll go in Shay's comments all the time. Like, you guys can literally find me in most of Shay's comments saying like <laughs> fuck so like true. marry me or whatever, like stuff yeah. like that. I have like, it right like, here. Like, Would you like it? It's like, like, right? like we know like, that's that's not. Yeah, yeah, like th- that's I know my it, boundaries with my friends. Right? Like, know your fucking boundaries. If you don't know the person, don't be commenting shit like that. Don't like take it like three steps farther and like say like disgusting shit about them or pointing shit out. Like just stop. Even if you're a freak and you think it, just don't, don't put it, it. Don't put it out there. Don't put it out there. <laughs> but yes, moving on. I'm done. <laughs> on on that note, I guess it's my turn. Um, it's okay. I think a huge reason people have a preconceived notion of anime and the people that watch anime is because of how women are portrayed in it. I think it's a huge reason. I think that's why my sister had an intervention. She was like, you can't be doing this shit. Um, it was also a huge reason my sister was really worried about me cosplaying. She was like, it's different. They're like the pe- like the people that are going to slide in your DMs. It's not going to be okay. And I did get really, I got a sugar, the guy trying to be my sugar daddy one. You got to take was, those. When, let me stop. I remember. I said, <laughs> one was creepy. Terrible. That guy got creepy. Oh, no. No, I remember that one. Yeah, yeah. you know, no, we don't do He that. got yeah, creepy. Because he was like, I'll buy your whole wish list. And I was like, go for it if you <laughs> if you want right um but then he got weird um he did i remember him so and there's and like we said there's fan service and then there's just objectifying and sexualizing women's bodies and i hate it um and as for being a woman in the fandoms it's like this in any male dominated media so if you're a marvel fan if you're into video games it's you're always going to get male male dominated sports anything it's like you've got to fight to be at the table. And honestly, mm-hmm. it's kind of like life. You've got to fight to be at the table, which is not fair, but it's how it is right now. 
Mm-hmm. How many anime have you watched? Oh, but X, Y, and Z doesn't count. You can't count romance anime. Do you um, even know what that shirt is? Are you yeah. wearing your boyfriend's hoodie? Yes. Have you ever watched I, I bet you just watch romance anime. I um or I bet you don't understand the meanings behind that character arc. Um blah 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 blah. He only like, watches the sim. Yeah. And I'm like, you too, sir. <laughs> Literally. At some point, I'm like, but why does it matter? I don't care if you only watched one anime. If you, and even if you only started it because you thought that character was hot. If you like that anime, you like that. I anime. started it's one for less. <laughs> I started them because the cover art is pretty. That's where that's my first like thing. playing a video game right now, and I don't even really care for the game, but they're all hot, so I'm still playing. <laughs> I mean that all of Mystic Messenger. That's what it is. Right. Literally. Intriguing, but like it's mostly like we get it. Okay, literally, you guys, I'm invested in Genshin. I literally started that for for Genshin. Good though, a hot male character. But you started for it, yeah. Um, and so it's just like if you like one thing or you've only seen one anime, but you love that one, good for you. I don't care as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're not being fucking toxic. So that's my rant. Just don't be toxic. Like what you like. If you have to just mm-hmm. just like what you like and don't hurt anybody. It's really not that hard. Everyone can have a seat at the table. Go ahead, Keto. They deserve it. No, everyone deserves that fucking seat at the table. And nobody, you don't sit down at dinner and ask your little sister if she earned the pork chop. Like, I just don't get it. We're all eating, y'all. Just shut up and eat. What's the problem? Uh, and I do mean that. I know people love to say, oh, that doesn't actually happen. It does. It does. It happens less now. I'll be honest. In public, online, I can't help you. But in public, it happens less now. If you wear a good nerd shirt out, people just point at you like, hey, I know that show. That's a good show. And I'm like, hey, bro, me too. You know? And it's nice. Um, but I can think of when I was in the fourth grade. I still think it was the most hilarious thing ever. It was back when DBZ was the thing. And <laughs> these two boys were arguing how to do the fusion dance. And I was like, um. And just showed them up as a nine-year-old. They were like, damn, girls watch DBZ? Yeah, it's a show. Comes out right after Sailor Moon. Like, I was so confused. Right <laughs> I was like, y'all don't watch Sailor Moon beforehand? I was just like, you're missing out on the, the pow pow, the one two after school. Um, and then I bring that back since we're in fandom to the shipping argument. People get so mad at people for shipping two male characters together in a shonen. I'm looking at you, Naruto Sasuke, and I'll die on that hill. And the reason for this isn't because uh, they always want to make a gay and women don't understand. No, you dumbasses. It's because when you're trying to build a ship, shall we say, of two people with relationships, you're looking for two people with depth together. Yes, when you have shonen shows where there's no depth in the female characters, I don't want you to root for them. I'm not rooting for you to get together with somebody. Because you're boring. You're not Basic. You're flat. You're boring. I feel bad for whoever has to marry you. Like, I don't want to have to say that. And that's why I can't. I look for these ships in other places because you don't you don't build me a good one. I'm not gonna build a ship with flimsy wood. Mm-hmm. I will gladly correct. <laughs> I will gladly. I'm not one of those people that shuts it. I'd ship everything. I'm not picky. You give me a foundation, I will build that house, y'all. But what they what they real, I mean, that's why you get that a lot. Why that really blew into it. It wasn't about people being one way or another, and it really wasn't even about LGBT at all. It was simply you don't have anything to relate to. So you put the two with the most together. Um, but that is to say, again, 
uh, we know in terms of sexualizing other characters and like men versus female in the fandom, it happens both ways. But like, I just want, what we're trying to get y'all to see is that it's just more than that, all right? It's more than going, that's my wife and husband. It's so much deeper than that. And that's just what we want y'all to see, you know? I love it. I say I say we end it there. All right. We've talked a lot and I think we had some great discussions. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us th- for this week's episode. Next week, we will be talking about we hinted at it. My Hero Academia. I wasn't um, here for the last one. So I'm really so excited. We're going to have Shay. Everyone's going to be here. She um, deserves it. She does. As always, you can find us at um, on at she anime podcast on instagram twitter and switch send us a message send us a, put a comment in on what you thought of the episode share it to your story yes. let us know what you thought um or you can email keto at she one of you ever had and you know who you are and you are my favorite <laughs> all really active on social media so you can always find at least one of us now then until next time bye bye, bye. bye.